Welcome back to another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast. I'm Brandy. And I'm Stephanie. And you guys are so lucky that you get to hear from us every single Friday. I know. I get so excited when I get a push notification on my phone that there's a new episode. And I hope you guys do too. And if you haven't rated, reviewed, subscribed, followed us on Instagram, make sure you do all of the things like right now, like pause the episode, go take care of that and then come back. You don't even need to pause. Just keep listening through. You could do it. It takes literally less than a couple of minutes. I feel like you guys don't understand how much that helps other people discover the podcast. So please do it. If you love us, if you love what we're saying, God, even if you hate it, you're obviously listening and coming back. Yeah. If you hate us, just still tell us that you love us, please. And thank you. How are you feeling with daylight savings time happening this past weekend? Um, I don't feel any different, but all of my clocks are still wrong. So that probably won't change. Well, I'm moving in three weeks and I guarantee you that I'm not going to touch my microwave clock. So the next tenant can just go ahead and enjoy the wrong time. (laughs) Um, I did on that last Sunday, I had an appointment and I was leaving the house running out and I was like, wait, I'm so early. I don't have to leave yet. And then I looked at my phone and I was like, oh no, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I have to work at 6am usually on Sunday. So trying to go to sleep early and then like losing the hour overnight, like it was a rough shift on Sunday morning. By 8 a.m. I was like, get me out of here, please. Yeah, that seems very brutal. I'm sorry you had to experience that. It was not awesome. Is that your foster dog that's barking in the background? I am. It is. I am so sorry. He's hearing people in the hallway. That's just a reason for us to tell people to adopt Don't Shop. Thank you, PSA, for this podcast. PSA for this podcast. Also, I have this cute little chihuahua. He's adorable. He normally never barks, so that's really rare. Um, he's he just trained. wanted to make he's, a podcast appearance, okay? Yeah, he's he's like, give me attention or let me be on the show. One or the other. <laughs> Um, but he's available for adoption through Underdogs Rescue. Uh, if you would like to meet him or <laughs> see pictures of him, because I'm obsessed, look at my Instagram. Can we plug ourselves <laughs> or anything else more in this intro? Holy shit. Probably. I could find a few things. Also, if you hear like random weird noises from my side of the mic this episode, they're doing construction on the train, the L right outside my apartment and it's been happening all freaking weekend and it's like the worst sounds I've ever heard so if you hear anything screeching in the background over here that's what that is city living for you last time I did hear like just even the train going by so I mean well, my new fine. apartment is not near a train station so hopefully all of those sounds will disappear this apartment has been weird all weekend though I think a girl moved in above me that has the worst laugh I've ever heard in my life like <laughs> if I was her boyfriend I would rip my eardrums out and also there's been like a foghorn going off somewhere like down the street every hour I don't know what is happening over here but it's weird <laughs> In other news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sorry about that rant, but just if you hear weird things happening, that's what's going on. <laughs> it is time to find out how bougie and broke we actually are this week. These are always entertaining to me because you never cease to amaze me. 
Well, okay. Bougie or broke first? Which one do you want? I want to hear broke first and then let's end on the bougie note. Okay. I like that. In the past episode, you guys have heard how I've been going to all these juice stores and buying $40, $50 worth of juices and they don't even last me a week. Well, guess what? I finally bought my own juicer so I could make my own juices. So I'm not spending $40 at the juice store. I spent $80 on a juicer to make them. How do you like your juicer? Have you tried it? Did you get it yet? No, it's still, it hasn't shipped yet, even though I paid for expedited shipping. That's annoying. <sighs> I know. Hopefully, hopefully in the next couple of days so I could get my juices on. Instead of spending all this money at juice places and me not learning any lessons and then going ahead and doing the same thing. Exactly. So buy a juicer, put it on your list. <laughs> well, why don't you get yours first and then let me know how much you like it and we'll go from there. And if I actually use it. <laughs> Right. That's what I'm concerned about because the cleaning of a juicer is not necessarily that fun. I I know, but what else am I doing? Literally nothing. You're being a bougie bitch. So tell me how you're a bougie bitch. So I went on a date. Weird. You did? <laughs> I did. And we went to L5. I don't know if you guys remember, but I don't know, maybe in episode like two or three, it was early on. Um, I went to L5. Stephanie, I took you here for drinks when you were in Denver. And I remember. Yeah, we just like went really crazy and I wasn't meaning to order conservatively and I definitely wasn't trying to be like, I want everything, but we ordered everything on the menu. Was it good? It was good. Uh, i normally not a fan of their food, um, but they've stepped it up. So, <laughs> I mean, we basically just ate like pita bread and olives. didn't you say you also had like a bottle of wine for dessert yes so so I ordered a whiskey cocktail and then a sangria and the waiter comes back and it's about like we are finished with our meal and he goes do you want dessert and I was like I will never say no to dessert and I always get coffee with my dessert because I'm bougie and she asked if I wanted a glass of wine and, or another drink. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Are you getting one? He was like, yeah, I'll have another glass of Tempranillo. I was like, I'll have one too. And she goes, do you guys just want to do a bottle? I was like, oh, probably not. We are like, have just dessert. And he goes, bring the bottle. Oh, my God. And did you pay for the meal? No. I, they, their like check thing is kind of weird. But I peeked at the bill. It was $200. Nice job. Nice work, Brandy. I probably will not go out with him again. You know, it happens. (laughs) I feel really bad, but I mean, at least I got a good meal. Yeah. And you gave him a shot. I mean, what more can you ask for? Exactly. I want to hear your broke ass moment before we do your bougie as well. So hit me with it, girl. Both of my moments, my broke ass and bougie bitch involve parking. I know this shocks everyone because I talk about parking literally every week. Parking or getting to work or (laughs) Ubering, all of the above, frequent problems. Okay, so I was out of town, not last weekend, but the weekend before. And usually when I'm at the radio station, I check the schedule on the weekend for the following weekend to make sure that I know when I'm on the air so I don't like miss a shift. I was... 100% 100% convinced 
that I worked at 6 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday last weekend. So I went to early dinner on Friday night, went to bed early, woke up at 5 a.m., drove to work, walk into the studio, and another one of my coworkers is already there. And I'm like, um, and she's like, it's March 9th, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm on the schedule at six. You don't work until two today. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so I'm so pissed because I had to get up early. It, I was so mad at myself. So incredibly mad. I have never done this. I mean, it's good thing that I didn't miss a shift and I showed up early, but still. So I like one of the guys that works there, he was in the hallway and I was like, I don't have to be here until two. And I just showed up at six. I'm going to go myself now and I go down to the parking garage I was in the building for six minutes Brandy paid Uh $16 for parking and they don't give you yeah they don't give you in and out privileges so when I went back to work at two o'clock I had to pay another $16 so my stupidity and lack of checking my work schedule resulted in me paying for parking twice that day which totaled $32 I'm just gonna go ahead and pat myself on the back I don't mean this in an insulting way to anybody but like somebody might have had to work three hours to make $32 and you just had to like and I know I'm still like so irritated with myself that that happened I just I I learned a lesson that I need to check the schedule (laughs) before I go to work so don't be me and if you have a work schedule like that make sure you check it (laughs) But how are you bougie? My bougie moment happened with parking um, last weekend. I came home from work on Sunday. I know. So I came home from work on Sunday and there's six spots like behind my building. And I park next to the dumpster, obviously. And then there's somebody that parks next to me now, I guess, because when I came home, there hasn't been somebody that has parked there for months. So when I came home, there was somebody parked in that spot and they were like over into my spot. So there's no way that I could get into my spot and not hit their car or the dumpster. It's just the way that this alley is set up. It's terrible. It's awful. So I'm about ready to lose my shit. Like I pay $150 for this spot and I can't even get in it. And it was just, I was tired and whatever. So this girl comes down And she's like throwing boxes away. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm supposed to be in spot four, but somebody's in spot four. So I had to park in that one. I can see that you like can't get in. Can I move my car so that you can get in? And I was like, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. And she was like, do you live here? Like, how long have you lived here? I'm like, actually, I'm moving out in three weeks. Thank God I hate (laughs) this place. And she was like, oh, I just moved in. Was that a bad decision? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh my god I was like well my new apartment has a 24 7 door guy um a pool central heating and air and I like started going on and on and I was like and it's a hundred dollars a month cheaper so I don't want to tell you that you made a bad decision but like maybe you did <laughs> you probably and then I felt really bad I'm like she's probably so excited that she moved into this new apartment and I'm over here like this place yeah wow this poor girl <laughs> Oops, I just really hate it, and I only have three more weeks here, so... She'll find out sooner or later, so... She sure will. 
This is a topic this week that is very near and dear to both of our hearts, and we hope that you enjoy it too. We are going to talk to you this week about baseball. I am so excited for this topic. I don't know if anybody else could relate to this as much, but I hope you find a interest in baseball if you don't have one already, or you could just relate so much and learn some tips and tricks from us. Well, I'm not it's sure. more about the experience, I think. We're not going to sit here and talk to you about stats and our favorite players and stuff like that. We're going to tell you about like how we do baseball games and how we get tickets and stuff like that. So even if you're not like a huge baseball fan, this applies to like pretty much any sporting event, really. So hopefully you'll learn a thing or two from us. And you're getting ready for opening day in less than a month. So... And spring training's going on right now in Arizona and in Florida. And actually, when you're hearing this episode on Friday, I'm going to be at a spring training game in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in some more. No, in case you're wondering, it's going to be the Cubs-White Sox game, so it's going to be a good one. I wasn't wondering, and I do <laughs> not care. Thank you. Next. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about some baseball news that's kind of relevant to being bougie and broke, though. So what article did you find? So as anybody that knows me knows, I am not a fan of this man. Um, Bryce Harper, he recently just signed a deal with the Phillies, and they ordered tons of merchandise to prepare for this new sign-on they had. And the Phillies actually ran it out of R's to put on the jerseys to make Harper yeah, because there's two jerseys. R's in so it. So Bryce Harper. Did I say it was Bryce Harper? I'm not a huge fan of Bryce Harper either. I think he's extremely overrated. But, you know, he did just sign that 13-year, $330 million contract. So everybody in Philly is, like, out there trying to get a Bryce Harper jersey. And there's two R's in his last name. So I work for a sports merchandise company. And those are really hard to get when that happens. Honestly, like those companies are really obnoxious to deal with. I have been in this situation before with another one of my friends. And we were trying to get a jersey made at Dodger Stadium. And it was right when Cody Ballinger just got called up. And there was also no R's. <laughs> You would think that they would just start making some more R's in all of the teams, but whatever. Yeah, I think my friend ended up getting uh, the jersey with children letters because they had children-sized <laughs> letters on, like, an adult-sized jersey. I thought it was hilarious. Let's talk about um, tickets. So when you go to – you obviously live in Denver, so you go to Rockies games the most. When you go to games, where do you get your tickets What's the best way for you to get tickets? Tell me how that works for you. So if you didn't know, I was a rally girl for the Rockies for three seasons. Um, so I know a lot of people that work still at Coors Field, and I am lucky to get a lot of free tickets from them. I also um, have made some like connections while I was there and made some friends, and those friends give me tickets. I, I just get tickets from anybody, and everybody knows that I love baseball and am always down for a baseball game. So if I have a friend that has extra tickets, they call me. I don't really think I've paid for baseball tickets forever, <laughs> at least in the last four years. I've hated when the Rockies went to the wild card game in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. Those tickets are a little harder to come by for free, but yeah, 
whatever. When I worked for the Chicago Cubs, they would give you a ticket stipend every year. So I had like a $4,000 bank that I could spend on tickets and I never paid for my own ticket. So for example, if you and I went to a game, I would pay out of that $4,000 for your ticket, but not my ticket. So, and you could also pick like what tier you wanted. They had like A, B, and C, A obviously being the best seats. So you could say, I want like really good seats for this game and you'd select A and then it would give you tickets like based on what you chose. So when I worked for the team, I never paid for a ticket. When I stopped working for the team, I was the same way. Like I still had a lot of friends that worked there that would take me to games with their, with their tickets. And now I work for a company that does Cubs merchandise. So a lot of our vendors and stuff give us tickets. And I'm also lucky enough that like the radio station that I work for has season tickets. So if they don't use them for sales stuff, then we can also get those. But I'm the same way. Like I have not paid for baseball tickets forever. And I feel so lucky because I love going to games. I know. I think last year I went to 36 games. So that's a lot of money that I'm saving. It really is. And if you're somebody that doesn't have connections like that, there's still plenty of ways to get free tickets. Check with your company. See if they have <laughs> season tickets. Also, StubHub for like cheaper tickets. If you go on like right before the game starts, they all start dropping in price. So you can usually get a pretty good deal on those. And finally... Find out what teams are in town and just slide into their DMs, like <laughs> the players' DMs. Yeah, not the team's Instagram, the players. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be clear because some girls might not know the game. I'm just saying that it has been effective a time or like 10. Maybe more than 10. Who's counting? Not I, but mm, <laughs> I think I made a reference in last week's episode saying going to player will call yeah and player will call is also where employees can leave you tickets so just a heads up you feel cool one of the best experiences that I had I went to Yankee Stadium the year that Derek Jeter retired and I had a friend that worked at the Cubs with me who used to work for the Yankees so he got somebody there to leave me tickets for that game and he was like, oh, you'll just pick them up at player will call. So I have a picture of me standing at player will call at Yankee Stadium. And I was like, no big deal. Derek <laughs> Jeter just left me these tickets. Even though it wasn't Derek Jeter, I'd like to think that it was. Oh, my God. I need to throw in some, backtrack a little bit and throw in some other big news. Baseball related news. J-Lo and A-Rod are engaged. Is she going to become J-Ro or J-Rod? <laughs> I don't know, but. That's the most important I, question in my mind. <laughs> I am so obsessed. I don't think her ring's pretty, but it is huge. It is huge. She's got a skating rink on her finger, so I would also like to give her an award for being the bougiest bitch this week. Oh, God. Goals. Seriously, goals. Maybe A-Rod gets one, too, because I bought I saw a meme, and it was like... Uh, A-Rod bringing another ring to the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. That is so good. I love them Uh, together, though. Me too. I I mean, I wish it was me, but it's fine. I actually don't because that's gross and he's like 50. I actually saw A-Rod on the streets of Chicago when he played for the Yankees. I was with one of our friends and he was at Starbucks and she was like, I think that's A-Rod. And I was like, his neck's too skinny. That's not A-Rod. <laughs> and she's like, no, it really is. I really think it is. I'm like, let's just go get our frozen yogurt and I'll do some more investigating when we come back out. 
So we go in, get frozen yogurt, come back out. And I like walked down the street and I looked at his face. I'm like, holy shit, that is A-Rod. And we went and <laughs> sat down at the table right next to him. <laughs> so oh, my God. Basically, I've had Starbucks and Froyo with A-Rod. Look at you. <laughs> I'm one degree away from J-Lo and that's really all I care about. Um, and that makes me two degrees away from J-Lo. I'm fine with that. All right, let's keep talking about the experience of a baseball game. Do you ever pay for parking? Like, how do you get to a game? It's really strange for me because hopefully I will, in the summer when it's warm outside, I'll walk after work and I take the bus or Uber to work. So I will just walk downtown. It's like five or six blocks, uh, catch a beer before the game and then go to the game. Um, Because if I go home and then come back to the stadium, it's just like a total waste. Also, parking's just a shit show there and expensive. So I normally just Uber home after the game. So does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. And parking usually around most baseball stadiums, unless it's like out in the middle of nowhere, is expensive especially like at Wrigley Field since it's all in a neighborhood if you've never been here like it's like house 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 baseball stadium house 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 (laughs) so there's really like nowhere to park um I'm lucky enough to live two three blocks away so if I ever go to a Cubs game I just walk and if I go to a White Sox game the train that's right here takes you directly to that stadium so I just hop on the train for 250 and I'm there in 30 minutes So if you live in a city that has public transportation like this to games, you're definitely in luck. But like Spot Hero and Parkwiz and like all of those different ones are starting to have really good deals for baseball games. So if you don't live in Chicago or Denver and can't walk or something like that, then I suggest like Spot Hero probably. Um, I think I would highly recommend just taking the train to Union Station if you're train or bus or whatever to Union Station and then it's a couple blocks away and she's talking about Denver not Chicago in Denver (laughs) if you take if you take the train to Union Station in Chicago that's going to get you nowhere near either stadium (laughs) (laughs) don't do that but you're like so fortunate to have two baseball like stadiums to go to because I get severely depressed when they're on like a two-week road trip and I can't go watch a game yeah like all 30 teams are in Chicago every year. So between the months of April and September, there's a baseball game every day at one of the stadiums. So that's awesome for me. Yeah, that's incredible. What about food and drink at a game? Do you ever buy stuff there? Do you go out before? Like what's your, what's your jam? So (laughs) if you guys don't, I'm, I'm not trying to promote my personal Instagram, but I think I'm (laughs) I'm promoting it because you guys need to look at my hot dog reviews. I'm a professional hot dog reviewer. So, of course, I buy a hot dog every game. Um, Sometimes a specialty dog or just, you know, plain old ketchup on the dog. And I normally don't drink at a game um, if I'm by myself, which is majority of the time. Um, But I also get food and drinks a lot for free because I normally bringing somebody that I got the tickets for free. So they feel obligated to buy me something as a thank you, which I'm not opposed to. No, that's, that's <laughs> really nice. Like if you're taking somebody to a game, that's kind of just expected. Like I got the tickets, you get me a beer. Like exactly. 
So if I'm by myself, I'll grab a water and a pack of pistachios um, from a street vendor on the way in. And then a hot dog, of course, every time. That's hilarious. I really don't love the food at Wrigley Field, I'll be honest. So I try not to eat there. And I live so close. Like if I'm going to a night game or something after work, I'll just eat something at home really quick. And then I'll have like a beer or two at the game. But if I'm going to White Sox, they have much better food. So sometimes I'll eat there. But you can take bottled water and snacks into the games if, in case you didn't know that. So if you're trying to save a dollar or two, like pack your own bottle of water. Just make sure it's sealed. <laughs> I <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. So I I said earlier after work, I will sometimes go and like have a beer or a drink before I go to the game. So I don't have to go all the way home and come back downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered like tons of food from ha- a happy hour and it's taking forever. And I was like, I'm going to miss first pitch. Like normally I don't care, but. For some reason, I needed to be there before first pitch. <laughs> so I packed up all of my food in to-go boxes, and I ran down downtown with all this food and just had, like, a gourmet little dinner at a baseball stadium <laughs> with all my happy hour snacks. I love it. And I think that people don't realize that, that you can take food in. Yeah. And honestly, I will say from the hot dog expert herself, it does get expensive. Like hot dogs are pretty much the cheapest meal there. And it's still five twenty five a hot dog. That's crazy. And beers, like at Wrigley Field now, I think beers Bud Lights are like ten twenty five. How crazy is that? Also, never drink Bud Light. Coors Light all the way. They don't have Thank Coors you. Light at Wrigley Field because it's a Miller product and it's a Budweiser ballpark. Ugh. I know. So obnoxious. I refuse. I actually went to uh, St. Louis for a game last season. They're the same way. Budweiser Field. What? What's their Anheuser Busch? Yeah. is their field name. And I was like, I'm not drinking. I refuse to drink Bud Light. I'm a Coors girl till I die. <laughs> so, so I just drink tons of bourbon and moonshine drinks, and that did not go over well. You were a little bit drunk, a little too early. Yes. All right. We've talked about spring training a little bit too. Like I know you make trips to Arizona. I have gone to spring training in Arizona every year since 2005, but I lived in Arizona from 2005 to 2011. So that made sense. But every year I will go back for spring training and now I've been to Florida twice. So when you go, like, how do you make it cost effective? Like, do you drive? Do you fly? Where do you stay? So first of all, I want to explain what spring training is to those that aren't fans. Spring training is basically tons of practice games in either Florida or Arizona. They're spread out all over the place. Each uh, team will share a facility with somebody or have their own in a different city, basically. Kind of like scrimmages. These games do not count. It's very easy to meet players and get autographs. And like it's a really up close and personal type of feel when you go to these games because they're smaller stadiums and it's practice. So they're, the games, like you said, don't matter really. Yes. And I like to compare it to like a college baseball game or like a high school baseball game. Like the players are lugging their own stuff around, warming up and like it's just very fan involved. So if you're a baseball fan or trying to like lock down a baseball player, go to spring training. Seriously, yeah. That's your best option. So uh, I've gone to Arizona a few times now. Uh, one year I drove last minute and 
that was terrible. That's a 14-hour drive from Denver, and it was rough. Um, and we only stayed a couple of days, so it wasn't worth it to me. But you have to buy your ticket because it's also like same time as spring break, and a lot of people go to Arizona for spring break. And Florida. And Florida, exactly. So buy your tickets, your flights early, book your hotels early. My parents are going to spring training, and the cheapest hotel was like $250 a night. Wow. So book early, and they're not even staying at like a nice hotel. They're staying at like a boutique kind of renovated yeah. old motel look. So it's it'll be fine for them, but... I'm lucky enough that my parents live in Arizona, so whenever I go, I just stay at my parents' house. That's why I was asking you what your typical thing is because I go and I have family there, and I'm lucky. I, I feel like I'm lucky in the baseball world all around. <laughs> yes, uh, but normally, like, we go, I go with a big group of friends, and we share an Airbnb, so... That's been really great. Last year was probably, we all stayed in one Airbnb. So there's probably eight of us and uh, six girls, seven girls and one guy. And I think Tyler <laughs> wanted to kill himself <laughs> at probably. the end of the trip. <laughs> I'm sure he did. There was like a vag wipes and like <laughs> condoms everywhere. Like we like, oh, we were God. really confident that we were going to get some that weekend. <laughs> I'm really happy that everyone there was using condoms, though, after your condom rant last week. So we like to call them party favors. Um... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Well, overall, if you're a baseball fan or just want to be in warm weather in March, spring training, awesome trip, highly recommend. I, I know there's been plenty of amazing experiences you've had in the baseball world but like what has been the best by far I think I've got a top three I'll give you the short version of all of them number one is in 2015 when the Cubs made it to the playoffs no one really expected them to and I worked there so the whole experience of getting to go to the games and working there for playoff games was just so awesome the second one would be when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, there's, you know, I got let go in 2016 from the Cubs. Brandy's giving me the thumbs down. But I've been a Cubs fan my whole life. And even though I didn't work there when they went to the World Series, I went to every single home game at Wrigley Field for the playoffs. So every, there were 10 of them, I think. And I was at every single one the year that they won the World Series. And some of those tickets, including two of the World Series tickets were free. So that was awesome. That's a win. And, yeah. And finally, I received a bobblehead of Robinson Cano from <laughs> Robinson Cano himself. Um, this is a very long story, but long story short, he got our friend's phone number and then somehow like followed me on Instagram and I got drunk one night and saw on TV that it was like Robinson Cano bobblehead night. And I messaged him and was like, what's a girl got to do to get a Robinson Cano bobblehead? <laughs> and he was like, well, I'll be in Chicago next week. Do you want me to just bring you one? And I was like, this is weird, but OK. <laughs> and sure enough, he delivered a Robinson Cano bobblehead to me himself. And no, I did not sleep with him. No, nothing happened. He just brought me a bobblehead and it's on my shelf. So there's that. That is 
amazing. I, <laughs> There's many more details to that story, but that's the short version. What about you? What's your best baseball experience to date? I also have a few. Um, one was becoming a Rockies rally girl. I met all of my best friends through that. And uh, you didn't meet me that way. Actually, you kind yes, of did. Yes, I did. So. <laughs> um, so that by far. And it was literally the best job for 20-something living in Denver. It was – I can't even explain. All I got to do is like, watch baseball and hang out with girls <laughs> that – Talked about boys and baseball. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so that for sure. And then I would say Nolan hitting a walk-off home run on Father's Day for the cycle. So a cycle is when you hit a single, a double, a triple, and a home run an entire game. And not easy to do. And he... All needed, he only needed a home run to complete the cycle and hit a walk-off to win the game on Father's Day. And I can't tell you how hard I was crying. That was <laughs> awesome. And that's really hard to do. Yes. And it was it was literally the most perfect thing I've ever seen in my life. And I am like have chills talking about it right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that was great. And then I did go to Game 1 of the World Series in L.A., um, 2017? Yeah, it was the year after the Cubs won. Yeah, um, that was really cool. I, I'd rather see the Rockies in the World Series, but if you get free tickets to the World Series, you don't say no. Right? Like, <laughs> the World Series and all of those playoff games are some of the coolest games I've ever been to, whether you're a fan of baseball or not. Like, the people there, the excitement there, the atmosphere, it's just something that you never see. Yeah, the energy, the ups and downs. It was it was a really amazing experience, and I can't wait to be there when the Rockies win it all. I'll go with you. <laughs> I will get a World Series tattoo of the Rockies when they win. Oh, Lord. Don't at me. Can you just not be one of those people that gets it, like, before they win? You know, like, every time there's a Super Bowl, no, somebody gets a tattoo, it. and it's like, so-and-so, world or Super Bowl champions, and then that team doesn't win, and then that person is what? A loser. But imagine all the people that did do that, the opposite, and then they actually won. Still, that's way too risky for me. I already have a baseball tattoo. Um, I have Roman numerals 162 tattooed in purple, and there's 162 baseball games in a season, so that's that's kind of the significance. And I didn't want just, like, a Rockies logo or, like, a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted something to do with baseball, and I love the Rockies. So anytime anybody comes at me for not thinking I'm a fan or anything, I'm like, I got the tat- rocks tatted on my wrist, bro. <laughs> oh Pop off my back. Well, we hope that you enjoyed hearing about some of our favorite baseball stories and tips and tricks. If you're ever in Chicago or Denver and you want to hit up a game, you know who to call. Literally, I'm at all these games by myself. So please come with me. (laughs) Stephanie, it's that time of the podcast where I look into your bank statement and see where your money is being spent. Some really boring places this week. That's where it's being spent. (laughs) I have some questions, though, as I do per usual. Don't worry. You'll still approve it. So first up, Prudential Plaza Parking, $16 times three. There's three 
transactions here. Right. That's work at the radio station. And obviously I work on Saturday and Sunday. So that's two. And if you listen to my broke moment earlier, you'll know that I had to pay for parking twice that one day. So that's why there's three of those charges. Embarrassing. Next up. (laughs) Walgreens for 46 cents. Um, What did you buy? (laughs) A toothpick? Um, I got a few photos printed for some of my frames in my apartment. Why I'm doing this before I'm moving, not really sure, but that's what that was. Stone Fox for $55.31. I don't know what a Stone Fox is. It's a hot guy. I only paid $55 for him. I'm kidding. Ew. Um, Stone Fox is a new bar that opened up in Andersonville. If you live in Chicago and you know where that is, went there on Saturday night last weekend and got some drinks. $55 worth. Okay. Next up, not surprised, a Starbucks reload for $10. You know, frugal February is over. Just trying to stay on brand here. And last one is ComEd for $40.55. Well, it's ComEd, but you don't live in Chicago, so you don't know that. Uh, $40.55. I was thinking like Co, like Colorado (laughs) Med. Like maybe you came like bought something from a dispensary (laughs) or something. (laughs) I mean, that's not a bad guess. ComEd is the energy company here though. So $40.55 was my electric bill. Oh, okay. (laughs) Let's take a look into yours. I've got Vibe Foods for $12.82. I got some juices. (laughs) Oh. Wait, did you not just buy a juicer? Yes, but <laughs> it's I, not just here don't yet. even try to don't even try to explain yourself. You're I can't. Next it's not up, here yet. <laughs> Gloss House sixty six dollars and sixty cents. Um, my lashes got them done, and I had like four dollars credit left over from last time, and I felt weird because it was six six six. All right, next up. <laughs> Are you on your period this week? Because I know what sweet cow is, and that's ice cream, and there's two charges, one for 11.02 and one for 11.34. Not on my period, but I do, I can't explain. So the first one, I went and got a pint of ice cream and a milkshake, and then the next day, my friend Alana said to come over and, like, let's order takeout, and she was like, oh, Would you mind stopping and getting me a pint of ice cream? Because it's closer to my place on the way to hers. So I got a pint for her and a pint for me to eat there. So I have two pints in my freezer. (laughs) That's a lot of ice cream. (laughs) It's so good and probably will not last, but no shame in my game. I will go and be a repeat offender as we go any day of the week. Um, And finally, I've got booty bag for 11.33 and I don't know what that is but I need to know <laughs> so you know I love subscriptions and I just signed up for an underwear subscription service oh my god I think that we need to start a segment in every episode what subscription did Brandy subscribe to this week <laughs> yeah so they just send you two new pairs of underwear every week and my first order was 15% off so it's normally I think $13 a month well at least you know how much this one is since <laughs> you didn't know how much your laundry <clears throat> service was I did look up the prices oh well tell us right now what they are I forgot oh, to ask about this in the beginning man I forgot to screenshot it I could find it again real quick 
and they're different in every city. So they, it is available in Chicago. Oh, so. well, once you tell me the prices and I realize that it's so expensive, I'm probably not going to do it. But <laughs> come at me with the prices. So for Denver, uh, like these are dry cleaned items. A blouse is six seventy five, which isn't that much more expensive than going to a cleaner. Okay. Um, pants six seventy five. Uh, I'm not really concerned about that. I'm concerned about the laundry that you're leaving in there and having <laughs> folded. Wash and fold. So there's two different ways you could do it. Um, you could do a membership, which is. The starter for 22 pounds, it's $29 a month, and you don't have to do it all at once. So if you you have like an allotted poundage of $22 for 30 bucks a month. 22 pounds for $30 a month, right? Yes. You said $22. But, oh, sorry. So 22 pounds for $29.99? Mm-hmm. That's and, really not that bad. I was expecting it to be a lot more. And if you don't – so the memberships go – from $22, sorry, 22 pounds for $29, and then it goes up to 40 pounds for $70, and then 70 pounds for $100, and then 100 pounds for $100. Well, for one person, I don't think you're going to have that many pounds of laundry, but what do I know? If I don't do the monthly subscription, uh, it's $1.50 a pound. So that's still not that bad. It's really not. So I guess I should apologize to you for saying that it was going to be super expensive but when you get your first bill I still need to know what it is because you might be getting scammed (laughs) you think I'm getting scammed in everything (laughs) I'm doing (laughs) so that's an update on my latest subscription my last week's you got another subscription you're going to join next week Mm, probably And that wraps up yet another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we already discussed this in the beginning. Make sure you go rate, review, subscribe to all of the things if you have not done so already. And Brandy, tell the people where they can find us. You can find us wherever podcasts are available. You can find us on Instagram at Bougie and Broke Podcasts, at Bougie and Broke Pod on Twitter. Is that right? That is correct. And the only thing you forgot was our website, bougieandbrokepodcast.com. Sorry. It's been a weird day. This time changed. Anyway. Yeah, we're blaming daylight savings time. A week later. (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for listening. As always, our intro outro music is By the Night Game, Bad Girls Don't Cry. They still don't give a shit that we talk about them, but here we are, 14 episodes later. Still doing what we said we'd do. Aren't you guys proud? (laughs) I'm sending it to them. (laughs) You should. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.